Hi, and welcome to Nina's Potty. You may be asking yourself, why is it called Nina's Potty? Well, when you're sitting on the potty, you're pretty much taking a dump. So this is my podcast where I dump my feelings, my opinions, and my life experiences all on this podcast. I also like to use this platform to raise mental health awareness. So sit back, relax, and join me on the potty. hello 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 my beautiful listeners i am so sorry i am late on uploading a podcast i have not been getting any sleep and so when i have to go and work with my niece and nephew for their distant learning i probably get like four hours of sleep and so i'm just i am not doing good on this routine I'm also running my own little businesses on Facebook Live, so I'm doing that. And I get more audiences when it's late night. So I'm having to juggle between going on late at night during the weekdays to get more visitors to my lives versus just working on the weekends and having to pretty much like battle it out with the other sellers who are going on during the weekend it's it's something that I'm still trying to figure out and get used to but I did give you three podcasts in a week like I'm supposed to but uh, again I'm so sorry that it's late anyway I wanted to talk about this whole you know shutdown nation of COVID-19 and how it affects us it affects our mental health um ah, man so I I work with the school district and I got laid off pretty much um so I can't work and I had to apply for unemployment which is great and let me tell you it's a dream come true to not do anything and get paid for it. I've always wanted to work from home. I've always wanted to make money from home. I've never really been a driven person to go out and be a working woman. It's just, I, it's not laziness. It's just a whole nother vision that I have for myself. And I want to work from home and make my own little empire. You know what I'm saying? So this was kind of like a blessing in disguise or a blessing and a curse you know being affected with a disease that is incurable I mean it is curable but that we don't have a vaccine for and that we're um not familiar with it's it's scary and so when you think about it um Dealing with a pandemic and your mental health is scary. Number one, you're going to panic. You're going to, you know, take shelter in your own home. You don't want to um, surround yourself with people who might be sick. And it's just a whole bunch of paranoia. And you could be um, worried about your family members getting it, especially the elderly and maybe your parents if they're um, older as well. 
so all of these thoughts come to mind. So the one thing that could happen um, because of this pandemic is that you get racing thoughts. I That happened to me um, since I got laid off in March. For about two months, I my mind was just going haywire. My mind could not adjust to not going to work anymore. Um, first of all, I was very, I felt, I guess, what, disrespected or I felt annoyed that the school district didn't address the substitutes. They didn't even, like, send us an apology email or a hope everything is well email. It was just like, you're not working. (laughs) We obviously can't hire you for distant learning, um, for substitutes. Um, but then again, you have to think about it. This is, this was all new. This was hitting everybody so hard and nobody really knew how to adjust themselves to this pandemic and how to adjust themselves to working through a pandemic. And if you've lost your job to the pandemic, I relate, I relate with you a thousand percent we're in this together, um, we're, we're going to be okay. Of course, we're going to be okay because we're being covered by um, the state and the government with these stimulus checks and filing for unemployment. But how long is that going to last? You know what I'm saying? And there are people that are having to get jobs at restaurants or even DoorDash even <laughs> I remember I've I had to go back to DoorDash sometime in May and um I made a hundred and seventy dollars in two days and I only worked three hours <laughs> so can you imagine working three hours um, on a regular work week during a pandemic delivering food yeah you can make some serious cash um, but it's, it's not the same, you know, like working in, um, say an office or that kind of environment, you know, you're driving around, you're using up your gas, you're using up your mileage. And if you're living in South Texas, it's hot. <laughs> it is so hot. So you're just like sweating bullets in your vehicle, delivering food, um, but you are an essential worker when you are doing that. Um, anyway, let's let's get back to the whole mental health. I always go on tangents. Um, racing thoughts. I know, like, I was just like, are we going to go back to work? Am I going to have enough money for my bills? Am I going to go back to having a negative bank account? And that was pretty much around the time when I got serious about my Etsy shop. And I was just manic. I was manic trying to come up with projects and be creative um, to create, to make things that people are going to purchase from me because I need the money. And then I taught myself how to make fabric masks. I hand sewed them. I did not sew them from a machine. I hand sewed them. I do not have a machine. And I figured... I've got 10 fingers. I can do this. 
I think I can do this. And I did. I, you know, YouTube teaches you pretty much everything. So I learned from that. And I was able to make money from masks, fabric masks. And at that time, three months into the pandemic, that was when masks were required. People needed masks because, you know, it's not something that we were wearing every day. And now it's September and masks have gotten cheaper. A lot of companies are making masks. Hanes, by the way, Hanes is making face masks. So you get to finally have a crotch on your face if you've ever wanted one. So Hanes is making masks. We've got, I mean, just tons of new companies coming up with with masks um it's it's something that's tangible now something that you can finally purchase at a store or at on an at, at an etsy shop you can even get them customized so now when it's not in so much high demand i had to take that off of my shop because it was just sitting there and then you know of course when you're running an etsy shop you are paying for the listing by the way shameless plug if you want to check out my etsy shop just go to nina's craft corner n-e-e-n-a apostrophe s-c-r-a-f-t-c-o-r-n-e-r make sure you are typing that all together one word okay don't put any spaces in it because it won't show up on etsy a jumbled up mind, racing thoughts is something that um, I've dealt with because of this pandemic. Um, depression. Your depression can heighten a lot because you are not seeing your family. You're having to social distance. You're singling yourself out from the rest of the world. And it's it's been really sad. Um, I don't think I've been depressed, but I've been sad. And I mean, I'm sure everybody has been affected by this. But I have been affected with it in the fact that I've had family members pass away, friends, family friends pass away. And not being able to go and hug and see the family and have a proper funeral. I mean, my God, did you ever think that when you pass away, you're going to pass away during a pandemic and you're not even going to get the funeral that you want or deserve? Uh, Around the end of May, early June, I had an uncle pass away, but he passed away from dementia. And we were still trying to get used to the whole pandemic and how businesses are going to be run. So when it came down to funeral homes, we had to wear masks and they provided us with hand sanitizer. And that was it. And they didn't rope off anything, really. Um, They allowed us to go and hug the family and they allowed us to do a rosary and they allowed us to see the body, to go up close to the body during the viewing. And that was that. We were actually able to go to the burial, but we weren't allowed to have mass because um, 
mass was not open. The churches were not open then. And then a couple of months later, we had a family member pass away. Um, She was the daughter of one of my dad's very good friends who passed away about 10 years ago from a massive heart attack. Well, she passed away all of a sudden from a massive heart attack. And it just hit us hard. We had just seen her last year. Gorgeous, lovely, like she always is. We just absolutely adored her. And she was just a family friend. But (laughs) family friends are like family, y'all. And this was different because this was in July. Early August, I want to say. Which was weird because her father passed away around the same time. So he called her home. But so we went to the same exact funeral home where they held that they held for um, my uncle, where they held his funeral. This was completely different. Again, we had to have masks. We were given hand sanitizer. Our temperature was taken. And we had some rules to follow. They had a pew that was blocking the walkway to go see the body. We couldn't see the body. We couldn't kneel down next to the body. If you're Catholic, this is what we do. We couldn't kneel down to the body. We couldn't see, touch, and, you know, all that. We couldn't leave our condolences to the family because the immediate family wasn't there her mother wasn't there her sons i'm sorry her son her daughters her ex-husband her brother we could not leave condolences they weren't there and i'm assuming that they had their own little get together the immediate family because they didn't want any touching or hugging. It was still social distancing. And they had roped off some pews. And there wasn't even a rosary. It was just so so different. So so weird. So beyond us. It was it's not what we wanted. You know we... When your loved one passes away, you want to go and see and leave their and leave your condolences. Say goodbye to them one more time. And we couldn't even do that. We had to do that from six feet away. <laughs> so it was pretty sad. It was it was really sad. And then now, two weeks ago, my father's friend passed away. Another one of his best friends passed away, but he passed away from COVID. And we were just at his anniversary dinner last year. The only thing that he had problems with was was COVID. It killed him. And when we were on the phone with him, talking to him about how um, Melissa passed away, who is also a family friend of his, you know, we were he he was talking to my father about it and then he got into a conversation with my father that he was feeling sick and that he was gonna go get tested 
and he ended up testing positive. And then that was the journey from there. It only took him a month. It killed him in a month. And so we couldn't even go to the funeral at all. There was no rosary. There was no funeral. It was just the family. So the longer this is progressing, the worse it's getting as far as, you know, doing your normal thing. So changes. If if you have any mental health problem, you might be affected by change. And COVID changed so much. You can be affected emotionally. Obviously, you're going to be affected physically. It's just going to take a toll on your brain. Not being able to see loved ones, hug them, and then being worried. It it takes a complete toll. I just found out that my cousins had COVID. My cousins my cousin, his wife, and baby daughter, one-year-old baby daughter, had COVID. But the baby was fine, to be honest. Like, I mean, really, she was. She wasn't even affected too much. She was barely even sick for like 15 days. But I guess, you know, my cousins, they didn't even get it that hard, <laughs> which is a miracle. But it still affects you, you know, once it starts making its way to your family, then you get worried. And I just praise be, you know, knock on wood. And I thank God that my immediate family hasn't gotten it. That's what I'm scared of. So... With the pandemic and having mental health problems, it's going to hit you 10 times, 10 times harder. You have to find the strength in it all. It's so hard to say, and I, you know, choke up a little bit because even I'm trying to find the strength in it all, whether it's you losing your job or you being afraid to get sick or to get other family members sick or whatever have you, you can't do anything but be strong. And you have to push through it. And if this means getting a different job, then so be it. You have to do what you have to do to survive. To continue paying your bills. It's just, it's hitting a lot of people differently. And it's just making it that much harder to cope with your, with your mental health. So, as a reminder, if you feel like you are getting worse, if you feel like you cannot handle it, if mentally and physically, emotionally... Go talk to somebody. Go see a counselor. Don't be embarrassed. Go online and find a therapist. They do have online therapists. 
Find a way to let out your feelings. Start a blog. Start a vlog. Start a podcast. Do what it takes to make yourself better. Don't dwell in the sadness and the panic of it all. It's not going to help you. You can get through this. We are all trying to get through this as a nation despite all the differences that we have. We need to get through this together. That's that. If you guys have anything to mention to me, any comments or any topics you want to talk about, if you want to join me on the potty um, by joining the, the podcast, send me a message. You can send me a message on Instagram. You can send me a message here on Anchor. But guys, I appreciate you so much for your support and for listening. Thank you so much for joining me on the potty. I will talk to you all later. Thank you guys so much for joining me on the potty. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you definitely can. Follow me at Nina, N-E-E-N-A-H-8-9. If you have any questions or you have any topics that you want me to talk about, you can message me here on Anchor or message me on Instagram. I'll catch y'all later.